You're listening to Phanalysis, a sci-fi and fantasy TV podcast. My name is Chris. And my name is Stephanie. In this episode, we're focusing on the non-canonical, but incontrovertible, there are no contras to vert here, Chris, incontrovertible facts that Kara Danvers and Lena Luthor are in love. Yes. I mean, it is it is undeniable. I don't know why anyone would deny it. <laughs> Ridiculous people. We are talking about the subtext of episode 305 of Supergirl, and then everything that happened in our imaginations after that. So many things. <laughs> Actually, it, was, it wasn't even so much like in my imagination after that as as I was watching, I was internally freaking out because what is happening regarding specifically Lena's face? <laughs> yeah, I, it wasn't quite... As fraught as the water pitcher moment in Ace Reporter, I, I feel like we have yet to have another moment where I so I so very much was leaning into my screen asking myself, are they going to kiss? I know they're not going to kiss, but are they going to kiss? They totally look like you're, they're about to kiss. But yeah, it stuff- wasn't really one of those moments, but there, there's that whole scene where Lena and Kara are talking in Sam's kitchen. And Lena is drunk. And like the camera is very close in on Lena. And Lena's throwing around words like love, and yes. uh, like her eyes are conveying said love. She's giving Kara these these desiring, smoldery looks over her shoulder. Stuff was going on on Lena's face in that scene. A whole lot of stuff. It's true. Besides just the drunkenness, we are more truthful when we have been drinking, right? And I feel like this is just the love for Kara. Being being directed at Kara toward no being directed at Kara by Lena. <laughs> what, what was that about? You were saying about uh, effects of alcohol. I don't know what you're talking about. I was just completing the circle, Chris. So it was directed at Kara toward Lena. Is what I was going to say to complete the circle of the romantic love because there's a circle here, Chris. We've mentioned the importance of circular things when it comes to Kara and Lena in this podcast. You know what also is circular. The top of a wine glass, so I feel like they were just reaffirming their wedding vows in this scene. It's what clearly was happening. I have not had a shot of whiskey. <laughs> no, I didn't, because I didn't. I had a shot of tequila. <laughs> and we're at the, the point in Stephanie's drunkenness where she thinks she's hilarious. <laughs> Apparently. I'm actually not that drunk. <laughs> uh-huh. That's not what it sounds like. <laughs> That is fair. <laughs> anyway, what I was going to say was that uh, Lena, Lena did hand Kara a wine glass at the end of the episode. Which has a circular top to it. Yes. And a circular bottom. And you had mentioned your hair theory last week that they were doing each other's hair. Mm-hmm. What did Lena Luther have her hair in this week? A ponytail. What do you need for a ponytail? A hair tie. I'm, I'm sure that there was an exchange of hair ties involved yes. some at some point. And you know, when Lena was stuck in her desk at L Corp, Carr brought her rubber bands, is all I'm saying. There you go. Honestly, I was a little worried what was going to happen in the scene when Lena was drunk, just because I worried Lena would do something that she would then regret later. Like, because she, she's trying to push Carr away in that scene, but Carr just won't have it, you know? She stays even though Lena tells her to leave. Yep. I do actually really love not to talk too much about things that actually happen on the show. I, I do really love that both Kara and Sam were, like, determined to watch over her, even mm-hmm. though she didn't really 
she claimed to not want them to. Lena just, she she needs people who love and support her. I know. It made me so happy that she got that this episode. Yes, absolutely. And I did really feel like this was a decent Lena Luther plot line. Mm-hmm. As, as much as I was distracted by Katie McGraw's face and the sexiness that was exuding from her face in her in her drunken state scene, that was a really good scene, just generally. Honestly, I need to rewatch the scene because I got very distracted by my internal screaming. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Can I redirect us to how amazing Lena Luther and Cara Danvers looked this week? Please do. Because belts, Chris belts they were both wearing belts lita was wearing a jacket that specifically did not hide her belt Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was pretty excited because she wanted to show off the belt that was part of the belt exchange with Kara as part of their wedding vows yes exactly this was the 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 show of the wedding belts also the scene with the belts involved Kara stepping in and defending her spouse when Edge was getting too mean. And yeah, she did it in the whole, like, oh, Supergirl made the decision, too, because, you know, she's got to keep up appearances because she hasn't told Lita yet. Why, Kara? Why? I don't support your move on this. You need to be open and honest with your spouse is what I'm saying. However, how do you know she hasn't been? (laughs) What do you mean, Chris? What do you mean? I mean, since we're, we're operating under our full knowledge that they are married. Clearly, Kara has told her, hence the explanation of the Kryptonian ritual rituals of exchanging circular things. <laughs> Lena totally knows. Okay, I don't know what fine. you're talking about. <laughs> but it was so cute seeing Kara be so protective of her spouse. That nervous little smile that Lena threw Kara, who was watching out in the crowd before she gave her heartfelt little press conference, the the way that Kara like inhaled and exhaled to calm herself because she was so nervous for her beloved spouse yes. and her safety and what was going to happen to her. It was it was very sweet. Yeah, the little supportive thumbs up. So adorable. Another thing I thought was adorable, when Lena was sad and she needed some comforting, what did she do? She put on her spouse's sweatshirt from National City University. We know Lena did not go to National City University. Clearly, that was Kara's sweatshirt. It seems likely, yes. And it was nice of Sam to take them in, right? Because the reporters would be staked out at their house, because everybody knows that they're married. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they couldn't go back there, clearly. Right. So Sam was very kind to let, let them stay, you know? It's true. It's true. Well, and I was really worried for Lena Luther in this episode, because... She clearly had some some very self-destructive sad thoughts going on this week. I know. And and you know, I'm just glad that the the sight of her wife not wanting her to die was enough to like get Lena motivated to want to save herself. I was worried. I was worried what how that was going to play off. I knew I knew Carl would not let her die, obviously, but I was worried to see how that would all turn out. But I'm glad that Lena she she knew that there was enough good in her that she was worth saving. Yes, me too. Also, since we were talking about faces, can we talk about what on earth Katie McGraw's face is doing in the scene? Okay. <laughs> because what is it doing in the scene? <laughs> in the in the in the plane rescue scene? Yes. The, there have been Tumblr posts. There were some after the initial commercial aired, right? Because there's that shot of her looking up at Supergirl. But we don't know that that's who she's looking at or what she's looking at. All we see is this 
this this look on her face where she looks a little worried and then like a little happy and so there are all sorts of people like so clearly she's like looking at probably supergirl and is looking maybe a little turned on (laughs) and so then i saw posts after the episode aired and like remember when we were talking about that who knew we were right (laughs) (laughs) well nothing really lights up lena luther's face besides the the sight of card Danvers. it's true slash supergirl it's true it's a good face they're both good faces (laughs) they make good faces at each other it's true I don't know about you, Chris, but I feel like I had a full Lena Luther experience in this episode. <laughs> Explain further. Well, we got we got you know highly quaffed business Lena, oh. where she's she's icy and you know staring down people wearing a belt, and you know just looking fantastic and in her element. And then we got you know like emotionally messy Lena. We got casual Lena in a sweatshirt. <laughs> People were very excited about the sweatshirt on social media. I don't know if you picked up on that. Well, I mean, this is clearly the most casual outfit we've seen Lena in. It's pretty exciting. (laughs) I gotta say. (laughs) She does look all soft and cozy, and you just kind of want to snuggle her. Exactly. Not that I ever don't want to do that, but... She's got, like, a slightly messy bun, a slightly messy version of her usual you know, power hair do. It's like, oh, she's she's been taken down a pet. She's fraught. Oh, Lena. And then, you know, we get just absolute drunken emotional mess, Lena, who even though I like, I feel like a terrible person, Chris, because I love her so much, but I also, I, I like seeing her in pain. It makes <laughs> me love her more. You know, I've I've said before, she just looks so pretty when her eyes do like that glassy about to cry thing that she does. Her face, it's, it's a wonderful face. She just is so attractive. <laughs> but then I'm like, you're terrible, Stephanie. You're terrible. Lena is distraught and you're thinking, oh, she's just so pretty. But she is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. She is. And it is also true that you're a terrible person. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Fair. And then, you know, after a complete emotional mess, Lena, we get, you know, coming from behind, revengey Lena, tough Lena, who throws herself in, in, in the face of danger, trying to help, but really just kind of making things a little bit worse. I love you, Lena, but it wasn't the bestest move. And then, and then, Chris, at the end of the episode, where she's talking to James, she has, like, a messy ponytail thing going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. I was into it. I was really into it. <sighs> It was a good messy ponytail, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm someone who knows a messy ponytail. I need Cara Danvers <laughs> to come help me. <laughs> Speaking of Cara Danvers in this moment, I, I feel like it's also we should highlight that they said that they love each other in this episode. They did. The word love was getting thrown around kind of a lot. Yes, and from Lena toward Cara, from Cara toward Lena, it was getting thrown around a lot. Just a big old love fest. Which leads me, leads me to have to ask, what was going on on the couch there? Because I, I have, I have theories. Are we I, talking I, about the threesome scene? Yes, the threesome scene. So is that which is that your take on it too? That <laughs> that either Kara and Sam or one or the other, like they picked up on that whole handshaky vibe thing that was going on a couple episodes ago, and and one of them was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Am I into this? I think I might be into this. I mean, everybody's so attractive. Why not? 
They seem they seem to get along really well. Everybody's really nice. Why does why is Lena always in the middle? There's a question for you. Well, because Lena needs affection. It's true. So she likes to be surrounded by the affection. I understand. You know, Kara has other people she can go to for affection. Lena doesn't really have that many people. It is. It, it does sort of go along with our whole premise of like. I think you and I both just kind of like want to wrap her in bubble wrap or something. Just protect her because <laughs> she needs mm-hmm. it from outside forces and from herself. She needs to be wrapped in fuzzy sweaters so that she is snuggleable and then a layer of bubble wrap and then emotional bubble wrap, whatever that looks like. <laughs> it looks like Sam on one side and Kara on the other. There you go. Because I feel like I feel like maybe that's another reason why Sam was like, you know where you two should stay since the media is staking out that house you two live in because you're totally married. You should stay with me if you see what I'm saying. Do you see what I'm saying? But I don't know. There was still some like awkwardness going on on the couch scene. Maybe Sam kind of like lost her nerve last minute. But at the same time, when Carl like pulled away to take that, that phone call from Alex, it seemed like Sam's hand was kind of gently caressing both Kara and Lita. I thought you were going to go with the word lingering. That that too, lingering, caressing. I was trying to go for like a alliterative thing with Kara and caressing. Oh. But I, she could linger on Lena and caress Kara. How's that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll make it both work. Hey, w- flexibility is is usually required for these things or so I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Whose is this? I don't know. I'll just suck it. Like, that seems to be the, <laughs> the, the qualifications or the necessary attitude. What is this podcast rated? <laughs> so I feel like whatever it is, we just crossed it. <laughs> you just crossed it. I would also like to take this opportunity to call myself out on something. <laughs> you would. Because last episode, I managed to use the phrase, a variation on, on top of that, or on top of this, three separate times. I had to edit one of them out. But why was I doing that, Chris? Do I usually say that expression, or was it a Freudian slip? <laughs> um, I, I haven't noticed you saying it a lot, so given another podcast episode that we have recorded but not yet released, I'm going to assume Freudian slip. <laughs> And just to talk for a moment about things that are going on on some of our other podcasts, we recently, relatively recently, released a new episode of our Lost Girl podcast, Drinks at the Doll. We talked about the season two episode, Death Didn't Become Him. If you haven't listened to our Lost Girl podcast before, our co-host Annie is a a big shipper of Bo and Lauren. So in discussing that episode, it's a a lot of us talking about the the Bo and Lauren angst. And Chris somehow manages to talk about uh, bobsleds in the same context. So, (laughs) I mean, sort of in the same context. (laughs) Sort of in the same context. It's in the same context. It's kind of strange, but hilarious. I feel like if this is a thing that you like listening to... (laughs) Uh, that might be a good a good uh, thing for you to try out if you're a Lost Girl fan. You can listen to that episode and find out how to subscribe to the podcast over on our website, drinksatthedoll.com. So shall we talk about the less fun things that actually happened in the episode? Or rather, the things that f- happened in the episode which are less fun, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I have 
have some upset feelings about this episode, Chris. Is it okay if I share them with you? I, I suppose so. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if if you you caught this scene. It was the final scene between Lena and Kara on the couch at Sam's house, where Kara refers to Lena using the S word. Mm-hmm. And by S, I mean sister. Mm-hmm. It just kind of felt unnecessary, and it kind of felt like that was the the writers doing what Jeremy Jordan did in, during this past summer, where it was just taking the wind out of the sails of people who are having a good time shipping Kara and Lena, fully aware of the fact that they're probably not going to get together. You know, it felt like a bit of a a cruel or at the very least tone deaf reminder is is too gentle of a word assertion i guess that carlina are just friends folks they're so much just friends that we're going to call them sisters i do think it's kind of dumb that they had them do that the writers i mean but because i have an uncanny ability to just like block out anything that i don't like <laughs> For the most part, <laughs> here's what I'm going to tell you. Clearly, when Kara says sisters to Lena about, you know, well, you've never had sisters before. She's clearly talking about both Sam as as a uh, figurative sister and Alex, Lena's new sister-in-law. Now, if we're going with the subtexty interpretation that... Car and Lena aren't married yet. They're still dancing around the potential for, for sexy times. It did kind of look like Lena's reaction to Kara using the S word was a bit like, I'm going to go crawl into another bottle of wine because the person I'm interested in just kind of put me put me in a it's not gonna happen zone. So she didn't seem particularly pleased with that declaration of sister. It's <laughs> kind of like, oh, oh, that's the word you chose. <laughs> Thanks. I'll need to rewatch it. <laughs> well, I'm kind of reading into the scene, Chris. That's kind of really. Boring. Why would yeah. you do that? <laughs> or to be realistic about it, I mean, Lena and family isn't uh, isn't a great thing. It's true. That feels like a weird uh, reminder when Lena has not had good luck with family so far. Lena seemed far more happy with the little huggy huggy snuggle that Kara gave her than being called Kara's sister, is all I'm saying. But that's not what Kara did, as you've pointed out. Clearly, Kara was referring to just Sam and Alex as her sisters. Mm -hmm. The other thing that made me a little upset, I said before, and I, I still feel, I'm, I'm actually okay with the idea of Lena and James as potential love interests. I've seen some Annoyance with people online, they feel like this is coming out of nowhere, and it feels like a neat way to try to resolve the whole people shipping Kara and Lena, and they're not going to do that type of thing. And it's not that I don't understand that reaction. I do. But I've also watched a TV show before, and having two characters who haven't really had a lot of screen time before, pushing them together as romantic leads, like, it doesn't, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It happens quite a bit, I feel like. So, you know. I'm kind of okay with it in that regard. Yeah, like, objectively, I'm okay with it. I do feel like they need to fix it now, because they had James yeah. pulling the same crap he was pulling last season with his doubt. Right. 
which I think they maybe sort of were trying to work towards fixing at the end of this episode. But it's just, it's tired at this point, him doubting her. And and on top of, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that now. We, we all know why you are. <laughs> so on top of Kara, what Lena was saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... It bugs me that they have him in this episode being all, it's not so much that he doubts Lena, but it does feel like he's about to kind of throw her under the bus and be like, well, clearly this is right. Her machine was the thing that did the damage. It was built by Lex Luthor. They had him do that in this episode, in the, which is the same episode in which they kind of make very clear the potential tension between the two of them. And I really dislike that choice. Yeah, but it's something we've seen from these writers before. And another thing we've seen from these writers before, which I dislike, is they doubled down on sort of the conflictiness between James and Lena at CatCo. And I I really dislike this. It seems, especially with, with couples consisting of a man and a woman, I don't like it when couples are formed out of these people who have conflict with each other. I think it's it sounds like I'm overstating it to some people, I'm sure, but I feel like it's a very unhealthy thing to represent in relationships. Like, oh, this is sexy, the fact that they're clashing all the time. Yeah. That's something you see a lot with, with TV, basically. Because all of those TV shows that follow that sort of pattern, like your your Moonlighting or your Bones or your Castle, at least they all start off that way. with the They're seeing different sides of things and constantly in conflict with each other and it's it's set up as as a flirtation of sorts and it often feels weird to me yeah i feel like lena and james haven't reached the pitch that other couples have where they just are really or clear soon to be couples or eventual couples have where they are just yelling at each other all the time it's not gotten that bad no no but at the same time i just don't want it at all you know <laughs> So, but they're not together yet, and if they're going to go there, I I want them to make Lena and James more on the same page and not at odds with each other the way that they have been the past couple of times we see them interact with each other. Right, turn them into like a power couple kind of a thing. I will say, though, I think something that just sort of reinforces what we were saying last time, heteronormativity, it's a thing and it's terrible. Lena, I feel like, looked at Kara with more obvious, like, sexiness, desire, tension, whatever you want to call it, in the same episode, then she looked at James. Mm -hmm. And you also have, like, Kara in this episode just unconditionally supporting Lena, being there for Lena, believing Lena is a good person, inspiring Lena to think she's good enough to save herself. I feel like when you put James next to Kara, clearly Kara seems like a better partner for Lena than James Mm -hmm. does. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I mean, the fact that we're recording this podcast (laughs) would indicate that I agree. (laughs) If you have any thoughts about this episode of Supergirl or our thoughts about this episode of Supergirl. Sorry, we got kind of serious at the end here. (sighs) I I tried, you guys. (laughs) If you have any thoughts, you can send them to us in a number of ways. You can email us at feedback at askgenretv.com. You can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us. 
You can call our listener voicemail line and leave us a message there at 972-514-7223. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter at AskGenreTV. Analysis is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our other podcasts about Lost Girl and Killjoys and Orphan Black and some other stuff over on our website, AskGenreTV.com. Thank you so much for listening. You can find that podcast and figure out how to subscribe over at our website, DrinksAtTheDoll.com. I like that you phrased it, figure out how to subscribe. I know. I don't know why I said that. Like, it's it's real difficult. We, we gave you a series of riddles. Let me try that again. Good luck. <laughs>